Welcome to your favorite F word podcast, where we dive deep into conversations around food, fitness, feelings, with the occasional fuck thrown in. We're your hosts, Sarah and Nicola, owners of Paradigm Nutrition and Performance, nutrition coaches, besties, and most importantly, humans. This show is for coaches, self-growth-oriented folks, active humans, or anyone looking to deepen their understanding and relationship with food, movement, and themselves. Thanks for tuning in, and we cannot wait to share this space with you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Your Favorite F Word. We back. We're here today (laughs) to talk to you about getting back into a routine after summer. Mm -hmm. It's October, but that's fine. (laughs) I feel like September is like still technically summer. Like it was for us. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're operating on our timeline. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, This is just a conversation that's coming up with a lot of our clients lately about like craving like a little bit of routine and structure. Um, Lots of people had like really busy summers, lots going on. Um, And so we're going to talk about just some considerations on like, what does routine and structure actually mean to you? Um, Because what it means to us might be a little bit different than what it means to you. So figuring that out for yourself um, and some other considerations for finding what that is um, and creating that in your life moving forward into the coming months. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think like we've we might even have a full episode on this already. Is that we have fair? one on structure versus flexibility? I think not on routine and like though, consistency. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm sure like a few of these messages will like you'll have heard them before if you've listened mm-hmm. to the previous episodes. But we'll just kind of talk about it in a new way. Incorporate some like more relevant stuff that's going on right now. Maybe lay it out a little differently and you know, hopefully it's helpful. Hopefully. I feel like just for us sometimes it's helpful for me. It's cathartic for me to talk about it because then it like reinstates like, oh, right, this is why I should be doing better. (laughs) Should, that should word. Yeah, but I actually should. I actually should though. (laughs) I know discerning that can be challenging of like, where are we putting these pressures on ourselves to have that structure versus like, where is that structure actually supportive? Yeah, yeah, I think there's like, I don't know, I think that's like one of the hard things when we're having this conversation is really figuring out like, okay, what are the habits and routines? And when we talk about routine, we're really just talking about like daily or weekly actions that we're like repeating over and over, right? Um, I think for a lot of us right now, we're just craving like some sort of quote unquote control right if we well maybe maybe I'm speaking for myself the way Nicola just looked at me she's like "Mm, that sounds a you problem (laughs) no I'm definitely the same boat for sure right so it's like okay we're like we're looking for that control but it probably doesn't need to look the way that we've like made it in our head you know so keeping that in mind yes yeah okay well 
I mean, our mm-hmm. last episode, we literally talked about the chaos that was our summer. So I think we talk to our clients about this a lot is like, you know, when you make the shift into more of a routine or more of like a structured focus, like it doesn't have to be a 180, but mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I want a 180. So I've like, mm-hmm. I fully understand why clients, you know, and like human beings in general tend to just like swing so far to the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, I guess if you are wanting that 180 and you feel like it's going to be beneficial like try it out go for it see what happens um but my caution would be that if you go from one extreme to the other when you pendulum swing back try and hang out in the middle try and get the best of both worlds because it can be quite the cycle where you're going from totally structured everything is routine habit based to absolutely nothing what sarah calls la la land literally just floating about our existence Yeah. And a lot of times if we are trying to go like zero to a hundred, I think maybe we're at a hundred for a few days and then something inevitably comes up um, where now we're feeling like, okay, we're failing. Right. So instead of like putting that pressure on to like do all of the things right now, it's like, okay, what are some like maybe quote unquote smaller steps that we can take to build that back up to eventually be at that like structured place. Mm -hmm. Um, one example, and this is a personal experience right now, is just if you took a break from macro tracking and you're trying to get back into macro tracking. So this is what's happening for me right now. I am just tracking and like not really necessarily trying to hit targets right now. So that was my goal for like the first week is I'm just going to track and kind of see where I'm at. And then that next layer on would be, okay, now I'm going to start working towards some sort of targets again. Um, and there's obviously flexibility in that, but instead of putting the pressure on myself to like track every single thing and hit all my macros within my like five grams or whatever, that for whatever reason just didn't feel realistic right now. So I was like, okay, I can just like weigh out my food and put it in my fitness pal. Um, and that's like a little stepping stone. Hmm. And it's interesting to hear this because you are someone who has, years of experience basically uh, like a decade on and off tracking so like you have the experience you could go about hitting macro targets like with perfection every single day you could make that adjustment but what you've done is really set like the expectations and the effort that you're willing to put in into alignment and I think that's funny because recently I have had several clients who maybe are newer to the process or have you know had so much life stuff going on that our goal for a while has been like why don't we just track to track or track and just hit protein things like that and they vocalize that they feel like that's not enough right it's interesting because then we have to have the conversation of like okay that's not enough like for you mentally in terms of thinking progress will be made and yet when we set those goals you can't meet them so like where is the disconnect right yeah yeah, that disconnect piece can be can be hard to figure out. Mm-hmm. Like we're eager really for is, the right? next step. We're eager to like optimize and take on the next thing. And I I get that it's like motivating to like be doing the hard things. Mm-hmm. And yet we have to be realistic with like what we're actually going to be able to accomplish or maybe and or how we'll deal with the setbacks. Right. Because I think we're more likely to experience the setbacks. The more we're taking on right the more yeah the higher the goal structured yes yeah Yeah, for sure for sure for sure that's a good point um part of that too can be trying to 
um, what's the word I'm looking for? Trying to identify what those setbacks might be ahead of time mm-hmm. so that you can figure out how to work through them. Yeah. Or another approach might be to, instead of like setting like these high, exciting goals that are going to require a lot, can we somehow learn to get more enjoyment or seek more like satisfaction from doing the little things? Right. Like why aren't the little like daily tasks that we know are actually contributing like exponentially towards bigger goals? Why can't we find the same satisfaction in that? Right. And this is maybe more of an I don't know if therapist why cannot yeah. why can't we? Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh. definitely not saying that following with an answer, but yeah, because I I'm for sure in the same boat. Like yeah. I know drinking more water would be beneficial to me, <laughs> and yet okay, let's do a little cheers, mm-hmm. a little water cheers. Mm. You wish, but yeah. yeah, that doesn't. It's it just like goes back to that conversation about like the sexiness of fitness, right? Like that. Mm-hmm those things don't feel sexy, even though like Nicholas said, exponentially, they are making a huge contribution towards getting us where we want to be towards being the people that we want to be. But for whatever reason, it's not as like glorified. Yeah. And not just like, I feel like glorified makes me think of like societally, like no one's going to like pat you on the back for like doing your meal prep this week. Whereas like, if you go to the gym and you PR, like people be like, wow, good job. Right. Like no one's congratulating you on the small stuff, but I feel like even in a personal sense, like Mm -hmm. how come I can get more satisfaction from, I'm trying to think of something that brings me satisfaction. (laughs) I can't think of anything, but (laughs) we have a problem. (laughs) No, no, no. I mean like, okay. Making sure I like drink my amount of water every day like I don't really get satisfaction from that even though that's going to make me feel way better right then I'm trying to think of like a thing that I do maybe more rarely that I'm like wow I feel so good about this thing like I can't really think of what about like when you do a (laughs) check-in with your coach and it's like a really good check-in sure yeah right is that okay so is that more like a short versus long-term satisfaction thing right like the water drinking doesn't give you like a in the moment hit yeah where's my dopamine yeah exactly (laughs) I think that's a big thing for a lot of people yeah like wanting that like in the moment and like these seemingly mundane or like kind of daily tasks like they don't give us that yeah and yet we want it because we want the instant gratification exactly yeah yeah so how you can find both I don't know you tell me (laughs) (laughs) Definitely conversations we're having with our clients a lot Um, and having someone there to like point out those things and help you like recognize those can be, can be super helpful in that. Right. And really being able to look back at your week and say like, oh, I did do these things daily. And like, you know, those are the things that in the long term are going to get me to X, Y, Z or whatever. Super helpful. Yeah. So, I mean, like when, if we're bringing the conversation back to like routine then and starting to implement a bit more structure, I think there's a lot of ways to like start that process depending on who you are and what you like. Mm -hmm. Um, Should we just maybe give a few examples of like either how we've seen clients do it, how we have done it? Just kind of like. So one example from a recent client conversation, they don't have too much control over like their work hours 
and like what they're doing or what the necessarily like the hours of the day are, but what they can control is their morning and like the time they start work and then what they do in the evening. And so rather than trying to put all of these things that they have to do like in the middle of the day when they're not really sure what that's going to look like, we've instead focus on what can we do or what do we want to do in the mornings whether that's like for an hour, two hours, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what do you want to accomplish? What are a few, like sprinkling in a few things that are going to like bring you closer to your goals? What are your like priorities? Um, are there things that need to be done that have to take priority? And really focusing on just like building out those to start. Mm-hmm. I like that too, because I feel like when you start the day with some of those things, then it just leads you on that like nice trajectory of like feeling like, okay, I've already done some of the things mm-hmm. and that can carry over into like so much of your day. Yeah, that's nice. Mm-hmm. And like um, the way we talked about it for her, um, I think it's nice to have like some specifics. Like, you know, you wake up at this time, you do your X and Y, but we also mapped out time where she gets to decide what she fills that time with based on how she's feeling. Also so it important. could it could be like, hey, she's got some energy this morning. She's going to go for a walk, get outside, do some movement. Hey, maybe we're feeling like a little more blah or for lack of a better term and we just want to sit and like read and have like a cup of tea or something in the morning right Um, so we're choosing like if we can do something maybe more like quote-unquote productive or we need to do something more like self-care but regardless we're intentionally filling that time we're specifically not like scrolling on our phones right so I guess in this conversation we talked about what options how we have available that would be Mm -hmm. fulfilling Mm -hmm. and what options we know we usually revert to that end up feeling shitty and so like being on your phone that was a huge one and that is definitely one for me too that I'm like if I get caught in that trap I know I'll feel like it was wasted time right I think that's a really good piece and something that I've talked to a lot of my clients too is like it's a nice mix of flexibility and structure because you're setting aside that time for yourself but you're leaving the flexibility to decide what to do at that time and doing it that way of making a list of the different things that could be supportive in that time um, is really helpful because then you can refer back to that list. Um, And as you're, as if you're working with a coach, sharing that list with them too, can help them kind of make sure that they're following up and seeing like, are we actually doing those things that we said are supportive for us within that time as well? Mm -hmm. Um, Then we still are, we feel like we have the choice available to us versus like oh I have to work out at this time or like I have to do this at this time which can then cause some pushback if we're not necessarily like feeling it Mm -hmm. and there's like definitely options to put in like backup plans so if you're someone who is kind of flexible with like say your workout routine and sometimes you like to do it in the mornings and sometimes in the evening you could map out the time in both and then you get to decide which like maybe the hour in the morning, you're like, Hey, I don't have that much energy. I'd rather do it in the evening, but you've got that hour in the evening open. You've got that hour in the morning open and you get to decide. Yeah. Um, So like you're building in like choice and freedom, but it's like structured enough that you can at least you're still doing the things you're taking an extra step to make sure it's getting done. Yeah. Yeah. Versus just like not knowing what your evening's going to look like and then being like, Oh, like I'll try and get there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I have, um, that just made me think I have a few clients right now who are transitioning to like working back in the office after working Mm. from home for a long time. Um, and so they've been struggling with like finding a new workout routine because they were going to the gym at like, you know, 9.30am or whatever, like they had more flexibility. yeah. Yeah. Um, and so one conversation I've been having with a lot of them is really, trying to build flexibility into what their workouts look like. And so Mm. for my one specific client, she actually, a few of them, they have gyms at their place of work. Okay. So looking at their week in advance, looking at their work schedule, which days they're in the office, which days they're working from home, if they still have that option and then penciling and workouts and knowing that like, okay, if you can't make it to a CrossFit class, you have the option to use the gym at your work, maybe on a lunch hour or right after work or something like that, maybe for 30 minutes instead of an hour, knowing that there's flexibility in what that training session actually looks like and where it's done, but still being able to get it done the amount of times per week that they're wanting to in order to feel good and reach their goals. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I like that too. I think workouts specifically are something I would absolutely recommend penciling in, like scheduling mm-hmm. them. And as much as your schedule allows keeping the same days, so you know what to expect every week. And it's just like, it becomes, yeah, it's Monday. I'm going to the gym right after work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That works for some people. For some people, I'm just thinking of a few of my clients right now oh, and yeah. they're like their kids sports like oh, okay. days or like, yeah their work is like, they have like one crazy week per month where they're like Mm. in crisis mode, like just stuff like that. Um, so if that works, that's great. But if not the, just the process of scheduling it in and looking at your week at a time is often enough to be able to fit those in somewhere. Yeah. 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 If you can schedule it in on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I was just thinking too, of there's kind of a few different ways of looking at things. So, um, and this is kind of jumping all over the place, but I think this is a good point. So say, you know, there's routines and maybe there's like five things that you want to start doing. There's two different ways of looking at starting to build those in. You could either pick one or two that are what we would consider like lead dominoes. So the ones that are going to have the biggest carryover effect to the other things, Um, So for a lot of us, sleep is one of those. If we focus on sleep, then we have more energy to do the meal prep, the workouts, that kind of stuff. So that's an example of a lead domino. So you could look at it that way of what's going to have the most carryover and the most positive effect off the bat. Or you could look at it from the perspective of what am I most excited about and what is like going to be the best for me, um, like mentally, Hmm. right? Because then when you start following through with that, just the mindset shifts that start to happen can be enough to now start focusing on the other things. Yeah, for sure. When you feel good and you feel like you've got like some form of momentum, you're definitely going to be much more likely to start doing other things. Yeah. There's like a confidence that comes with that too. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the workout piece for lots of our clients is definitely one of those, um, perhaps a lead domino, but also a like enjoyable mm-hmm. over effect especially for people who do like have busy families and stuff like that it becomes like their hour and mm-hmm. to be able to prioritize themselves which I mean there's added complications with that when you have to like cancel that hour for yourself in order to show up for other people specifically like I'm thinking of kids 
um, there's some their own unique kind of challenges there but I do think it's important Mm -hmm, for sure um okay what else do we have on this list um I'm thinking things back to the morning routine as just an example Mm -hmm. something too I have quite a few clients right now with ADHD who talk about how they have all these like really nice goals and this idea of a great morning routine but when it comes to actually doing it they find that like they get carried away doing one thing and all of a sudden that hour they mapped out for themselves has kind of been like taken away by something maybe useful maybe not and so what we've talked about is literally like um figuring out like that handful of activities that they could do and mm-hmm. literally laying them out for themselves somewhere where they're visible. So right. for example, if we wanted to like have a cozy morning, we might go sit down in like a spot where we had like a deck of tarot cards, a journal, a book they really liked, like a podcast they really liked. And then they know they're just putting themselves in that environment and picking something that's already there. They don't have to like sit there and think like, what do I want to do? We've like limited the options. Right. Um, so that it's not like, you know, okay, now it's a free for all. And I can just, again, lay here, scroll on my phone or whatever. It's like phone away, go to the environment, you go to the spot, the created. And now you have like your options literally visible in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. That's super helpful. I think for even people without ADHD, because Mm -hmm. I think it's easy to get sidetracked, especially the phone, especially like putting the phone away can be super helpful for any of these routines, probably. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I love that. Okay. This is a complete tangent. So we'll take it back to routine, but I was thinking this morning about um okay did a radio station where you were growing up ever have like top eight at eight where they would play like the top most requested songs uh, and then you could like call in after and like win prizes for being able to like list them all I'm not sure oh my god okay someone has to tell me that they know what I'm talking about because I was thinking about how when I was younger and I did not have phones I would literally look forward to every night before bed going into my room and turning on the radio and listening to the top eight at eight (laughs) and just like vibing out to my like the top eight hits yeah and then you could call in and like the eighth caller or whatever would like win a prize if they could correctly like recite back what the songs were or whatever or say like song number five was this yeah Um, and of course I never called in I was way too scared to do that but I really enjoyed it every single night and that was like such a nice little routine and it had nothing to do with the phone like when was the last time you just listened to music and nothing else right yeah I feel like that's a foreign concept but I used to love it as like a a youth yeah yeah listening to music is like something to do like when you're cleaning or like yeah driving and it's like it's on Spotify so you get to choose the songs to play right it's like not as fun when like the song you love the most comes on. You're like, oh my God, they're playing my song. Yeah. <laughs> Turn it up. <laughs> that was a very random tangent. But I feel like in part based on like how tied we are to our phones and how much freedom and cool like creative, creative things we could do. Right. Sans phone. Sans phone. Yeah. 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 That made me think of this podcast that I listened to last week and it was talking about goals and 
things to do when reaching your goals. And it applies to just like habits and routines in general. But she was talking about how when you're trying to create a new habit that you maybe like don't necessarily look forward to, or maybe it's like these daily routines that like don't bring us that instant gratification to pair it with something that brings instant gratification or that mm-hmm. like you really enjoy. Mm-hmm. And like, we've talked about that before and had this like conversation. The habit stacking. The habit stacking. Yeah. But she, her thing was like, okay, so you're only allowed to do that enjoyable thing after you've done the other thing. And that's the only time they're only tied together. Hmm. So her thing was like, okay, so if I want to listen to my favorite podcast, I can only do that after I've like done the laundry. Yeah, nice. Right? So she actually looks forward to doing the laundry because then after she gets to listen to her podcast. Mm. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's a good, that's a good like way to think of it. If you have some of those like enjoyable things that could be done on like a less frequent basis or a frequent basis, if it's a habit that you're trying to do like on a day to day. I think about like meal prep and how some clients are just like, Ugh. Yeah, don't want to do that. And yet I think we can safely say that it is like maybe one of the, if not the most beneficial habits to cultivate if you are focusing on health and nutrition in any way, shape or form, regardless of the goal. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I can absolutely resonate with like some weeks you're like, I don't want to. So how can we make that feel at least tolerable? And usually it's like, I recommend to clients, like put on a Netflix show, like have your laptop in the kitchen, put on a Netflix show that you can kind of just like mindlessly watch while you're doing it. If you need some kind of like external stimulus, listen to music, a podcast, whatever, have someone help you. Yeah. Um, Light a candle, make a fancy little drink. Yeah. 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 Like literally what is going to make it doable for you or at least not a miserable miserable process. What kind of like nice little sprinklings of goodies can we add to it? Yeah. Also with these things too, like think about the language we're using because a lot of people, I actually just had a girl who started, um, who started coaching and in her intake form, her literal words were like, I tell myself that I hate to cook, but I know that this is just a story that I'm telling myself or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, that awareness is amazing. But like, what is the language we're using around this? Because if we're telling ourselves that like X habit that we should or need to build is like the most miserable thing then obviously we're gonna have a harder time following through (laughs) correct it doesn't mean we need to make a positive spin on it and be like I fucking love meal prep it's the best thing ever but maybe you get there though that'd be kind of (laughs) that would be cool (laughs) but even just recognizing like hey I'm not super pumped about this but it's gonna set me up for a success successful week Mm -hmm. and like it's helping me do these xy things that I want to do or achieve and sweet yeah like let's move away from the I fucking hate to I fucking tolerate yeah exactly (laughs) yeah just some thoughts there nice I like that yeah um okay okay other things we have talked about is like what it looks like to visually map things out for yourself versus like holding all your to-dos and your priorities in your cute little mind um that for me is a huge one is like, I must have a visual of what my week looks like with scheduled priorities for sure. But also like my list of goals as a reminder, because even though I set a tiny amount of goals for myself every week, I still forget. Yeah. 
or like what was the focus this week what am I supposed to be working on yeah um so doing that is very very helpful for me at least I think that's for most people and if we are setting those like weekly focuses or whatever going into more detail so the amount of times that we have someone check in and you know they're like I'm gonna get more protein this week or I'm gonna drink more water this week okay cool but you submit that check-in and then 10 minutes later you forget about it right so Nicola is saying like have a visual of like writing that down but also take that to the next level of okay what are some steps that I actually need to do that right so maybe that looks like setting your protein powder out on the counter so you can see it and you have a protein drink every day or you know maybe that looks like putting a big glass of water by your toothbrush so that in the morning you like chug a glass of water first thing again having the job if you can do that visual (laughs) things and like actually having a plan because like saying we're gonna do it is all cool and sounds great and we actually get some satisfaction from just saying that I think we've talked about like the like whatever mm-hmm. future fantasies or whatever where we like right. imagine doing the thing and it actually like brings sick. us I feel so good yeah I feel like that's the same feeling you get when you write the to-do list or like when I write exactly. my calendar out I'm like fuck yeah. yeah even though I literally haven't accomplished a single thing yeah yeah so really thinking of like okay how can I like put these into action um, and if you are that like person who loves to write things out but has trouble applying it challenge yourself to okay, when you get the urge to like write a to-do list, go do one of the things first. If you do one of the things, you can write the to-do list after. And then you like, automatically and then get you the cross it out. Yeah. <laughs> but like, go do one of the things first. That's something that I've like really had to work on when I'm feeling mm-hmm. scattered. That to-do list or like that list makes me feel in control. But it's really just like postponing feeling shitty, right? So instead of writing it, doing, doing one of the things, mm-hmm. yeah, I like yeah. That a lot. going to drink yeah. some water, having some Greek yogurt, baking mm, I some did, chicken. I did both those things. Well, not the chicken. I'm just giving examples of protein shit. I know, but I'm crushing it so far. We have lots <laughs> of, we both have lots of new clients right now. Um, And when we work with new clients, especially ones who haven't done nutrition coaching before, protein is always like one of the things. So I just feel like I've had that conversation so much lately. Mm. Like, oh, and we all know how Nicole and I feel about those conversations. (laughs) Uh, Anywho. Okay. Well, any other bits we like didn't mention? I don't know. Um. I don't know. I think we're, we're kind of all over the place. I think we have like so many different thoughts, but, um, knowing that it's like kind of a new season and stuff can be motivating to start some new routines or new goals. Um, so if you are feeling that motivation, like definitely run with it. Um, you don't have to necessarily, like we always talk about like going slow or setting minimums and stuff. And if you are feeling good and you're feeling like going after it, absolutely do. But like we talked about at the beginning, just having some of those like obstacles, you know, predetermined and kind of how you're going to tackle those and not being hard on yourself when inevitably things aren't going 1000% um, is important. Yeah. 
And a reminder that consist you can still be consistent without looking the exact same day to day, week to week. Like someone who's consistent with their training might miss a session one week. Yeah. The consistency comes when they get right back into the regular routine the next week or mm-hmm. don't miss their next session. Yeah. Consistent people are those who don't necessarily like let a setback become like a runaway train. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. I think we have a full episode on consistency mm-hmm. too. So if you're needing we a little do. little um tough love around that <laughs> conversation, that would be a good one to listen to. Yeah. Um, did we want to share any of like our routines or goals quick before we wrap up that we're working on right now? Sure. Do you have some in mind? Um, honestly, I'm kind of like in that trying to figure out process. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely trying to figure out where I want to go, um, with my training, what I want to focus on. I was feeling like when I was on vacation, I was feeling like I wanted to really get back into CrossFit and like maybe do some team stuff and stuff like that. Um, but then I got home and got sick and I was like, I fucking don't want to do CrossFit. So I'm wishy-washy there as always, as I have been for the last like year. Um, so right now my goals are literally get in the gym three to five times a week, even if it's for 45 minutes. I don't give a fuck what I'm doing. Just literally move your body. Love that. Um, so yeah, yesterday I did the strength CrossFit stuff and then a little bit more strength today. I'm going to go to CrossFit class. Um, I think I'm going to do like a bodybuilding workout on Thursday. So my goals right now are just to move my body. I like it. I like it. Um, and then, yeah, getting back into macro tracking. And I definitely need to bring my macros up um, closer to maintenance or maybe a little bit above for a while um, just to make sure I'm taking care of my body and not going right back into a deficit. Um, so there's that. Therapy, I guess, is a goal right now of just like being consistent and like sticking that process through with a new therapist. Yeah. And your nice little habit of like, after the therapy session, actually taking some time and like blocking out time for yourself, yeah. scheduling it in to like reflect on like what was said and yeah, yeah. what messages you want to take away. Cause I think yeah. therapy, just like, you know, you have your to-do list for the week or your goals in your mind, the moment, like you stop thinking about it or the moment you leave therapy, you're like, what? the fuck just happened in there seriously even like sometimes that night I'll go to have a conversation with Brad and I'm like I forget yeah so it's like okay um so yeah those are some of mine what about Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. um I have made the decision with my coach to do an improvement season which is a little scary I've never done like an intentional improvement season where I'm like literally just trying to get huge yeah so it's like a little intimidating um she just adjusted my programming and the volume I've done the first day. The volume is a lot. Yeah. It was like two and a half hours last night. Oh my God. So that was a lot. So I'm going to be definitely having to be mindful of like how I'm scheduling that and putting a lot more effort into my pre and post workout nutrition because for yeah. a while there I was kind of just like eating lunch and then if I felt like it I'd have a snack before I went to the gym and now it's like no you, you will eat. you will die yeah um bedtime has then been huge and I've decided that the day after leg day I'm gonna let myself sleep in because my body absolutely needs that extra recovery hour yeah. I'm super sluggish after leg day yeah and just feel like 
what does Val call it? The wallops. She gets the wallops the day after leg day. I feel like that's the perfect way to describe it. So taking a few things off my plate the next day, focusing on school, uh, but letting myself sleep in and have like a slower morning. Right. Definitely like I'm building that in. And so like that's one day of the week. Um, Yeah. And then still trying to keep Sundays no schedule and Mm -hmm. no plans. Like I try not to like make plans with people so that I can just like have that day to go with the flow, get work done if I want to, yeah, clean the house if I want to, do nothing if I want to. That's so nice. Yeah. With the only priority being like meal prep on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Did you talk about how long your improvement season is going to be? Not necessarily. I think we're going to play it like a little bit by ear. Um, but I imagine it'll be like into the new year. Cool. Like probably like, I would say four months minimum probably. And then are you thinking you're going to do another cut after or go into maintenance? Uh, probably another cut going into summer, but probably if if we haven't really talked this far, but if I have it my way, we'll do it a little faster than last time. I was in quite like a a chill but very long cut and I'd rather spend more time in improvement season than do a faster cut towards summer next year but I'm excited I just like getting back into training like high volume again feels really good yeah and being able to like push till failure like a real failure and not just like an entire failure feels so good (laughs) yeah so like definitely appreciating the extra calories right now and like yeah feeling like super good in the gym yeah yay yeah exciting very exciting although I will say being like four or five pounds up from my cut weight I'm like oh my god why are pull-ups so much harder it's so (laughs) I had this conversation with a girl yesterday literally because she was like trying to decide if she wanted to pursue a cut or like really focus on performance and she has been like in maintenance for a long time. So she's literally in a spot where she could do either. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why would you want to do a cut? And she was like, because I just feel like gymnastics would be easier. I mean, you can make an argument either way, though. Ex- that's exactly what I said to her. I was like, like, yeah, losing body weight <laughs> makes body weight movements easier. Yeah. But if you focus on strength, you're just going to get stronger. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. And if you focus on strength first and then do... <laughs> a little bit of a cut then you get the both best of both worlds yeah um, but yeah it is funny how like those few pounds but it's also I also wonder okay if you didn't weigh yourself and you didn't yeah know you're four or five pounds heavier would they actually feel that much harder? interesting right well, yeah because I'm like how Sweet. can that make that much of a difference right and I'm like I, a, yeah yeah it's like doing weighted pull-ups I think yeah but like with a five pound weight does that I don't know I don't know. If you were doing max sets, yeah, that makes a huge difference. Like That's you're definitely fair. not going to get like yeah. the same double number. digits the yeah. second round. Yeah. 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 Well, for me at least. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Well, I have a fuck yes. Ooh. I'm so excited about it. We got this like vacuum and mop in one. <gasps> so it like mops the floor and vacuums at the same time what's it called like a steam mop it's bissell okay did um, you get it from so, costco no i got There's it on so many questions. <laughs> but the only negative is that it has to plug in it's not cordless okay. but because of the dog and like mm-hmm. it's been like so wet and stuff mm-hmm. and we have hardwood in our entire house 
It's fucking awesome. I used a lot. We got it last night and I like did the whole floor last night. I was like, this is the best ever. Cause it like picks up her hair and also mops her paw prints off the floor. <gasps> I want, yeah. because I I'm feel obsessed. like I'm, my vacuuming is like to an aggressive level right now. Like, right. Almost every day. Yeah. And then yeah. like I'm spot cleaning. Yeah. Almost That's every a day. Lot. Yeah. Yeah. So you would probably still use this thing every day. Yeah, but it would be, feel like it'd be more satisfying yeah. to do both at once. Yeah, it's very nice. I can send you. Does it dry fast? Is it like, does it leave the floor yeah. really wet? No, it's pretty dry. There's two settings. There's like a low and a high. So mm. the low was good enough to clean most of the stuff off the floor. And then I just put it on high if there was like a sticky spot from like. Mm, like around the kitchen or something. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay, it's okay, perfect okay. for around the water dish where like they fucking get water everywhere. Yeah. Have you seen those videos where they teach the dog to like dry their face on something? Yeah. Rue like will like slurp up water and then move her head so it's on the floor to like Mm. like what is exactly I know. I think it's like, well, golden retrievers are always the ones in videos doing it, but I just feel like also everyone has golden retrievers because they're the best. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's my fuck yes. I'm excited. Okay, I might go do to I it have right a now. fuck no? I don't know. I don't know if I have a fuck no. Things are like, all right. Says the girl who was like, there's nothing that's satisfying right now. That's, you knew what I meant. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. Um, nothing that brought that like quick dopamine. Right. No fuck knows, hey? Well, I mean, like, I could go on about how the weather is depressing. The right. fact that it's dark when I wake up is depressing. Yeah, that is the worst. Do you take Rue out in the morning when it's still dark outside, or do you wait? Uh, Depends. Brandon, okay, this is a fuck yes, but, like, having Brandon back and having someone to help me do the Rue stuff in the morning has yeah. been very nice. nice. Although, then I usually get to, like, be a little lazier in the mornings. And my steps have been a little lower, so... Right. Pros and cons, but right, right. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we could all agree that like the shorter days is a big fuck no. Get yeah. Your vitamin D in. Yeah, lots. Yeah. I'll just pound those back. Yeah. Crush them into a powder, snort them up, like, get <laughs> it in. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Whatever, whatever it takes. I just upped mine again. Yeah. To what? Five thousand. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was taking like two or three in the summer. What? Yeah. Oh, I still took full dose in the summer. I need all I can get. Yeah. Need all the happiness. Okay. Well, um, we're going to wrap this up. Yeah. I'm going to try to go get some work done. (laughs) I might clean the floors first, though. (laughs) Yeah, nice. Once I get work done, I'm going to. Oh, I like it. I like it. I like it. Okay. Sweet. I'll have another cup of coffee once I'm done my work. Amazing. Okay. Okay, everyone. Well, thanks for being here. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.